Stay on top of all meaningful top trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. It's uh, nine minutes before midday and uh, we are talking right now to Bradley Daniels, who's a behavioral expert, talking about uh, personal safety and the, the spotlight. We all know that personal safety is one of the most basic needs of all human beings. This could be both physically and emotionally. And experts say when people do not feel safe, they are unable to live fulfilled lives. Thank you very much uh, for joining us, Bradley, for, sh- for giving us your time so you can shed more light on this. Thanks for having me, Patricia, and and, uh, good morning to your listeners as well. The recent events in our country have made it apparent that uh, we are vulnerable and uh, personal safety is one thing that we are all wanting to achieve. How can we ensure that we have personal safety without infringing on others? Patricia, the first thing that we have to make clear is that personal safety is not a not a static concept. So personal safety is a holistic concept. So we can talk about the notion of being safe. In other words, you're safe when you are uh, safe in your in sort of your home or safe in your property, safe in your community. And that's there we're talking about the physiological conditions or the physical conditions necessary for safety. The notion of feeling safety is something different. So the notion of feeling safety is a very personal thing. So in other words, it then ties into the psychological understanding and experience of safety or non-safety. So so the, 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 the short answer to your question is, in order to feel personally safe, we have to start with the actual physical environment being safe. And then thereafter, we can then start adding in things which allows us to psycholo- psychologically feel safe. So uh, how do we get that together, especially when we see that uh, there are a lot of riots and other things happening in our communities? So the first thing, if, we, if we're talking specifically about the riots over the last, uh, over the last uh, two weeks, specifically as we can see now as the country um, is trying to b- rebuild, not just rebuild again, the physical things. In other words, uh, malls are trying to become operational again. Um, some people in some areas in the country are having to you know, secure their homes. You know, if we look at what's, what's happened in some instances in KZN. So it's the physical environment again that becomes secured first. And that will then create an opportunity for us to feel psychologically safe. But without securing the physical environment, it's very difficult for us to secure the psychological safety. So if I can quickly just take you through uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which many people are, are quite familiar with, as it's a very popular model in terms of understanding how human development and the human experience. So the first thing we need at the bottom, we need the, the, we need our, our basic needs to be met. So in other words, to have shelter from, from the elements, to have food, to have water, to have those kinds of things. That's at the base of that pyramid. The next one talks around, um, you know, our safety. So in other words, having our safety needs met. In other words, that we don't feel threatened in our environment. So, for example, the riots and the violence that we saw over the last two weeks, that threatened many people in the South African context and the South African environment. And so, you know, it's very important now, as particularly government and a lot of businesses particularly are trying to build ways of creating, um, you know, creating, restoring safety back 
to the community. And so some of the things that need to be put in place is, you know, that we understand that the rule of law uh, will always apply in the situation that it's effective in creating an environment that is safe, that our policing is visible. But also if we talk about things such as, this is also where insurance comes in. So if we really talk talk about, um, you know, particularly a campaign that I've been working on recently with Momentum Insure around the notion that insurance also gives us safety. So if we think about that SASRIA cover that is running, that is becoming very uh, uh, in the spotlight at the moment because a lot of businesses would have to rely on that cover in order to restore themselves to the physical um, safety of being able to operate their business, in other words, to re um, to re put in uh, security in their shops, to put in uh, new windows that were damaged, to replace stock. All of those things are physical things that are necessary, which will then also um, you know support the sense of safety that that business owner um, experiences in terms of operating, which then will have a trickle down effect. Um, you know, in the country as well around us feeling safe. So, so, for example, do I feel safe to go to my nearest mall? Or do I still feel traumatized by seeing the imagery or seeing the evidence of the violence that has happened over the last couple of weeks? I'm going to tell you something, a personal experience after I left um, the show yesterday around mm-hmm. this time. I encountered... Uh, um, a, 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 not, not a roadblock per se, but there was um, obstruction on the road. Mm. And mm. as I neared it, mm. I looked, obviously, because you want to know what's happening, nosy me. Mm. And mm. I noticed two gentlemen laying face down, uh, mm. handcuffed on the ground, mm. and the cars around them, which looked like law enforcers. And the first thing that came to my mind, it's broad daylight. I drive this route every single day. Mm. Um, Were there gunshots before I was Mm. there? But Mm. now I need to still drive (laughs) in this direction to come to work. Um, So so, so that psychologically made me feel uncomfortable. But there's one thought that never came to my mind. Should I be owning a gun? I know this is one of the contentious ah. things to make yourself feel comfortable in uh, in yeah. your surroundings and to feel like you are in control of your surroundings. A lot of South yeah. Africans would like to carry guns, but yeah. it, it didn't come to my mind. So what's this correlation between owning a gun and what we are currently seeing with the guns bill and us human beings uh, seeking, um, sure. you know, personal safety? Sure. I'm going to try to just make it as short as possible in the interest of time. But what we do know, if we look at research around the world, and particularly if we go to one of the places that really struggles with gun control, where, for example, owning a gun is something that any, if we look at the United States, where owning a gun is something every American is entitled to do, right? You can if you want to. But if we look at all the gun violence that happens, um, you know, more of the violence is happening not in people protecting themselves from others, but actually in people harming others. It's also the idea that a, a gun is the lethal weapon. So by owning one, it also can be lethal towards yourself and others. Um, you know, so, so in, in a sense, guns, you know, in, in, if we look at the research, and, and, you know, this is a contentious issue, but if you look at the research, it actually says that you know, a lot of people often end up dying at the hands of their own gun. That's often what happens. So you sure. would think that it's, it's purchased by the notion, it's purchased in, with the intention of protecting myself from others. But if you look at, even if you look at mental health, and this is one of the challenges around gun bills often around the world, they don't spend enough time to look at the mental, uh, mental status of the gun owner or the potential gun owner. So in other words, you can go to a shooting range and learn how to use the weapon. 
But are you somebody who is, um, you know, who is psychologically stable enough to have such a weapon? And if we look at some of the incidences we've had around the world where, where, you know, it always comes after the fact. The person was able to buy a gun, but they actually weren't stable enough to be able to manage a gun safely. Mm. And so that's where we see 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 where, where that almost literally, you know, no pun intended, but it actually backfires on us quite often. So that's the issue with gun control. But I think we have to return back to looking at the macro understa- understanding of safety. Um, so in other words, the police, let's go to your example. So the police presence may have given you some sense of safety. Um, the, the the visualization of seeing these images that we, we, we were so... Um, traumatized by over the last two weeks of people laying on the ground, arrested, you know, and and that normally came at the tail end of either looting that has just happened or is still actively happening. And we, we often would see images of police actually struggling to control that particular situation. So I'm imagining that that could have been quite triggering for you and it really would have been triggering for your own personal sense of safety so of course physically you it seemed or it sounds like you were safe you were in your car you were not out in the field you were not that close to what was happening you were seeking from your car you were in a vehicle that you could get away quick enough so in a physical sense we can see that you had all the elements to sort of um, secure your safety but because of your own uh, personal experience like everyone else over the last sort of like two weeks, um, that triggered something for you which made you feel unsafe, even though you were safe. You know, Bradley, I wish we had more time, but it's already uh, midday and uh, yeah, we need to end our conversation. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. And please stay safe, uh, Patricia. We all need to stay safe and we all need to look after each other. Thank you, Bradley. Um, It's time for Sakina Kamwendo with um, Update at Noon. I'm really looking forward to all the discussions that Sakina is going to be having today because they are all very pertinent. From my side, may goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success. Have a good day.